Welcome into the Invest Well Show. I'm your host, Michael Wall. Today, we're going to talk about the idea of bringing clarity to your investments. We kind of went chill mode today. We're not quite at the beach, but kind of sort of got the beach vibe behind us if you're watching this on YouTube. And I wanted to talk about this because I believe that this is one of the most crucial keys to investing is bringing clarity to your investments. We're going to unpack it on today's show. All right, so let's jump into this. Bringing clarity to your investments. You know, I, I think we've all, hopefully, maybe you haven't, I don't know, but I think we've all gone to the beach at one time or another, and I got the beach scene running behind me, so if you're living somewhere in the Midwest or, you know, Northeast or somewhere where you don't have a beach, you know, right there at your disposal, you can look at it and say, oh, boy, that looks peaceful. I think I need to get on a plane and go there right now. <laughs> I don't know. But, you know, one of the things I'll say is bringing clarity to investments is something that I think that we can liken to a cloudy water ocean versus a clear ocean. The ocean that we have behind me here is very clear. And I'm going to break that down and talk about why it's important and how it connects with your investments. But before we jump into that, I want to make sure if you have not yet, we just launched recently uh, an Instagram page. Actually, our team's put that together. It's called um, just the show. It's the name of the show, at InvestWell Show, right? So all you got to do is go at InvestWell Show on Instagram. You can find our show. We're going to be sharing some new thoughts and ideas. There might be some new prizes and things that we put out there, some merch coming out, some new things coming out, ideas coming out as we continue to grow digitally into this show. Many of you know, uh, this show has been a podcast for a little while now, but we are moving into or we've moved into the front of doing it video. We've moved into the front of kind of spending a little more more time being uh, focused on social because we really want to interact with our community. We really want to connect well and kind of share ideas and thoughts and interact with what your needs are so we can bring more value to you along the way. So head over to Instagram if you've got an Instagram account and just search at InvestWell Show and make sure you follow us. Uh, for uh, most recent and up-to-date information that we're going to launch and bring out in the near future. And as always, we'd love to say, give a shout-out to our sponsors at LeanOnTheWall.com. you got questions about investments. That team has done a great job for almost 20 years helping families protect, grow, reduce taxes on their wealth. Again, LeanOnTheWall.com. All right, bringing clarity to your investments is what we're talking about today on the show. And I'll tell you, you know, if I take a look behind me and say, let me just flip and see. Yep, there it is. And I see the ocean. I see the clearness of it. I don't know if you've ever walked through an ocean before. I remember when I was younger, um, we actually lived, I grew up most of my life, my uh, introductory years and even into my early, uh, early late 20s, we lived in Pennsylvania. And we would always take a vacation, at least my family, my wife and our kids, we would always take a vacation down to the Outer Banks. Love the Outer Banks. Beautiful place. We'd rent a house. We'd go out on the beach. You know, sometimes we would actually get a house that was... Um, they call it the four-wheel drive beach, right? So you gotta you gotta take your four-wheel drive on the sand, drive a mile, mile and a half out, and you're driving out there, and you finally get to your house. Really cool spot. But we'd walk out to the beach, we'd get on the beach, we'd do our thing, and it was a beautiful time, great time of fellowship and family. But the ocean in Myrtle Beach area really is not that clear. In other words, the water. You walk out in the water. And, you know, just a couple feet out and you're in a place where you can't see the bottom. 
Well, where we live now in the Palm Beach area and even farther south than us is really Caribbean style beach. So you walk out in the ocean and you can see down and, 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 and you see that. Now, I don't know how your life has been, uh, but we all have kind of these knee-jerk reactions because of things that have happened to us in the past. And this can happen in relation to investments as well. What do I mean by that? When I was younger, I took a trip with my family, or my friends, I'm sorry, and their family. We went to Myrtle Beach. And one of my good friends, his older brother got stung by a jellyfish. I'm like, ah, that hurts, right? I remember the whole scene and everything that went on. And it, it caused me to be leery of the ocean, especially the ocean where I, when I walked out, I couldn't see what I was stepping on. You're kind of high-stepping it to make sure you don't step on anything, right? I don't want to step on a jellyfish, or I don't want to step on a crab, or I don't want to step on things. Versus coming down to the ocean where we live now in South Florida, well, we can walk out and we can literally see the bottom. It's almost crystal clear like the beach behind me. So now what happens? Well, because you have more clarity, you walk out in the ocean, you walk out in the water with a lot more confidence. You can see if there's a shark swimming close to you or not, hopefully not. You can see if there's jellyfish there. Sometimes maybe not, but sometimes you can. Uh, but at least you have clarity that you can see where you're stepping. And when you see where you're stepping, your confidence goes way up. So how does that relate over to your investments? Well, when you invest, you know, there's a couple of things that can get you excited about investing. One of the things, hopefully, that you don't necessarily tie your train to is the idea of hype. Everyone else is doing it. Hey, let's go invest here because this is a great idea, and that's a great idea, and this is a great idea. And we've seen that with some digital things and how people digitally have invested with, with some of the things with GameStop and other things people got on the train. Some people made a lot of money, but some people lost a ton of money, right? So it's like, how do you know really what to do and how to invest? And I think the first thing that you got to ask yourself is, why are you doing what you're doing? In other words, what are your goals? Do you have goals? Because aligning specifically your goals, like a clear ocean behind me, will give you a better feel, a better vibe, a better confidence in knowing that you actually are kind of starting with the end in mind. You have, you have a little bit of a mission and a target that you're going to hit. I remember what Zig Ziglar said and he said the fact that, you know, if you don't have a target, you'll, you'll miss it 100% of the time. Wayne Gretzky said it this way, you will miss 100% of the shots that you never take, right? How can you hit a goal that doesn't exist? You can't. So you got to align your target. You got to put a goal in front of you. Why are you doing what you're doing? What is your focus? What is your purpose? Instead of just randomly and generally throwing money into this stock or that stock or this investment or that investment, it's not a good idea. Let's sit back and say, okay, what is our goal? What is our target? It could be something as simple as saying, okay, maybe you're 20 years old. Let me use that as an example. And you say, someday I'd like to have $5 million saved or $10 million saved or $20 million saved or $2 million. I don't know what your number is. I don't know what it is, right? And there's several ways to make money. We've talked about that in the show in the past, right? By owning a business, being a part of a business, or buying a company. Buying a company is investing in stocks. Well, you have to define what your goals are. So you think about what that looks like, beginning with the end in mind. And then when you go and you actually invest in those companies, my question is, is are you investing in companies because you actually know what's going on? Or are you investing in them because you're just following the hype? You're just following the crowd. 
Typically, when you follow the crowd, you really don't know where the crowd is going. Have you ever been to a concert or ever been to a large event where you're walking in and maybe you don't have VIP tickets, right? You're coming in, maybe you're in nosebleeds or you're somewhere in the back and you're kind of following that crowd in and you may think you know where they're going, but you really don't. You're just following the person in front of you. That's following the person in front of them. That's following the person in front of them. And now you're in a place where when you end up where you end up, are you really in the right place? Maybe not. Maybe that crowd got detoured because there was an issue that happened and you started going down a path and all of a sudden you get there and you're looking around and you're like, wait a minute, this isn't where I was supposed to be. How did I get here? The reason you got there is because you were following somebody that didn't know where they were going either because they were just following the crowd. So when you look at investments and when you look at in bringing clarity to your investments, I want to give you a couple keys that you got to think about. The first thing is, what are your goals? I mentioned that at the beginning. You got to clearly define your goals, number one. Number two, why are you investing in what you're investing in? What do you know about why you're investing in what you're investing in? In other words, what do you know about this company that you're investing in? Is it all just hype? Or do they actually have profit? Have they done well? Do they have a, do they have a business model that you can get behind, that you feel confident in, and, and they have some staying power? Okay, that's number two. You want to make wise decisions. Let me kind of liken it to this. Let's say you've bought a home before, or you're getting ready to buy a home. Would you buy a home let's say it was a home that was on the market for several years and it's been around for some time. And in other words, it's, it wasn't built yesterday. Okay. Would you buy that home without getting a home inspection first? In other words, taking a look behind the cabinets, taking a look under the counter, making sure the piping and everything works, making for the, sure the furnace and the, and, the, and the air conditioning system actually was up to date or worked well. You know, the last thing you want to do is buy a home and and find out that kind of under under the cabinets and in the basement or somewhere along the way, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have to replace this and replace this and replace this and replace this because you didn't do your diligence and your research in the beginning to know that this was going to be probably a good investment. Of course you wouldn't, or hopefully you wouldn't, right? Hopefully you'd say, wait, time out, before I actually spend a lot of money to buy this, let me do a little research just to make sure that I know that this is a good investment. This is a good place to put my money. The same way when you invest in a stock, right? Finding clarity with that stock of that company. Do you know anything about that company? You might invest in Apple and say, okay, I like Apple because I like all their product. Well, that's great. That's step one. But do you know uh, what do their sales look like? What do their future projections look like? What are their new, what are, the, what are some of their new, you know, things that they're going to be coming out with? Technology, things where they're going to penetrate the market in different ways. They may already have a great presence and that's wonderful, but what's going to take them from where they are to where they want to go? And what do those goals look like? So do you know anything about the stocks that you're investing in? That's going to take a little bit of research. Now, the good news is for those of you that don't want to spend a ton of time researching, we're going to be coming out with a private wealth club that you can join for a dollar a day. And we'll take a lot of the research and, in, and, and information that we use to research things and have for a long, long time, over 20 years, and share it with you in a very easy way. And I'm going to tell you in a minute how you can find out about that. But number two, you need to know why you're investing in what you're investing in. 
So number one, you got to have goals. Think about what your goals are. Number, number two, why you're investing in what you're investing in. And then number three, don't fall in love. You're like, don't fall in love. What does that have to do with investing? Well, what happens sometimes, and I've seen this too many times in the past when people have come to me and asked for information or thoughts about certain things, and they're like, Mike, I bought this one company. It's been amazing. It's made so much money. And then all of a sudden, they start taking all of their investments, all of their portfolio. Might be a lot of money, might be a little bit of money, and kind of putting it all in one particular stock. That's falling in love with one particular company. It's not a good idea. The reason it's not a good idea is because you have no idea for sure where that company is going to go. You can do research all day long. You can find all the, all the statistics, do all this study, but you still don't know with certainty where that company is going to go. So you want to diversify because one company might do better than another and so on and so forth. And if you have all of, you know, the old statement, don't put all your eggs in one basket. That was for a reason. Let's go way old school for a minute. Imagine yourself out on the farm, and here you are going to collect the eggs. And let's just pretend that these eggs were what you used to live, because that's how they did it back in the day, right? They had their own self-sustainability, and these chickens, they got eggs. They put the eggs in the basket. They brought them home, and this is how Mama fed the crew. That's how it worked, right? Well, now all of a sudden, here's Junior walking down the path with a big basket of eggs, and he trips on a rock, and he falls down. And all of those eggs come tumbling out of the basket, and they all burst. Well, a long time ago, they didn't have the convenience to just say, you know what, no big deal, let's hop in the car, let's run down to the grocery store, and let's go buy another couple dozen eggs, not a problem. No, these people were like, they were self-sustained. Grocery stores, the way that they exist today, didn't exist so they, they carried these eggs like they were gold. <laughs> and they said, hey, Junior, listen, if there's 20 eggs out there in the pen, don't put all 20 in the basket and bring them all in at one time just in case. We want to diversify our risk. Well, what was the risk? The risk was they may not eat if they drops all the eggs, okay? Very different. So now we're in a place where Junior's going out and he's going to say, okay, I'm going to get six eggs and I'm going to put them in the basket and then I'm going to bring them back. And then I'm going to go back out to the pan, and I'm going to get another six eggs, and I'm going to put them into the basket, and then I'm going to bring them in. That way, if for some reason I fall or trip or something happens along the way on my journey, unexpected, I'm actually in a situation where I don't blow myself up and be in a place where we, we lost our entire meal because I dropped and broke all of the eggs. And that's why they say don't put all of your eggs in one basket. So when you take a look at your investments, don't you think it makes sense to diversify your risk? Don't you think it makes sense to, yes, have goals, number one. Yes, understand the companies that you're investing in, number two. But diversify your risk, number three. Don't put all of your money in any one company. Now, that's one of the reasons ETFs have come out, so that way you can diversify and do other things, and, and different mutual funds exist and things like that. But you want to diversify your risk. What will happen is, is by doing these three things, this will bring a greater clarity to your investments. It also will bring a greater peace of mind in the process, because you're actually now doing things with reasoning and thought. 
behind it. You won't just be blindly following the crowd and saying, the only thing that I can really see are the stinky armpits of the person in front of me, right? I can actually, I can see the stage now. I know where I'm going. I know why I'm here and navigate along the way. So if you got questions on that journey, you say, you know what, Mike, I, I don't know where to go to find some of these things. We're going to have some introductory courses called Invest Well, Live Well, Give Well. That's going to be rolling out. I'm super excited for this. It's going to be a simple, easy course, video course that you can walk through. There's also going to be a private wealth club that you can join and share in our research and our education. And that way you don't have to go out and say, well, where do I go to find all this information? It's going to be a simple, easy guide and a simple, easy club monthly that you can be a part of to join in on some of the thought and research that we've taken 20 years of bringing together. All you need to do is head over to michaeldwall.com. Again, Michael D is in David, michaeldwall.com. You'll see it on the screen. MichaelDWall.com. Head over there. You'll be able to find out a lot of great information and how you can join from the introductory stages, kind of like step one, which is the invest well, live well, give well. That's kind of the starting point of your education on the investment journey. And then you move over to the private wealth club as you want to kind of start investing and do your thing and you're making your own decisions. You want to become empowered. You want to become educated. You want to learn what's necessary to make better and even good investment decisions. That's where you join as being part of the Private Wealth Club, right? These, all of these things are being put together for you so you can, in a more simply, easy-to-understand way, make your step and take your step down the road of being successful on your investment journey. Well, listen, as always, I appreciate you dialing in. Hope you've enjoyed the ocean view here as you've been uh, joining me uh, along the way. Remember, don't, take, don't forget to uh, join us on Instagram at Show. And as always, I know I talk to you many, many times that many of you have friends or family members that need to hear this, regardless of where they are in their investment journey. We can always improve. We can always get better. And I want to challenge you and encourage you uh, to share this show with someone that needs to hear it. Because as always, the purpose of me doing these shows is to help you live on purpose so you can live with purpose. Thanks so much for dialing in. And again, if you want more information on how to get tips and ideas and education to help you where you need to go, just head over to michaeldwall.com. We'll see you there, and we'll see you next show. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Invest Well Show. Please note that this information shared on the show is not investment advisory advice, and it may not be reflective of your personal situation or the needs that you have. If you have questions specific to your financial situation, please make sure that you reach out to an investment advisor directly or a tax attorney or tax coach or CPA to help you with your personal situation. Any additional questions that you may have, please make sure that you seek out a professional to get the guidance needed for your specific situation. Again, all content and information shared on this show is not to be deemed as specific investment advisory advice.